last time I checked, we were over 10 tonnes of food waste, which I then, me being me, had to Google what that weight was in, like, animal size for some reason. And it's about the size of, like, the average weight of two male Asian elephants. But it's it's just mental that that much food in such a short period of time would have gone to landfill, would have gone complete to waste, but it's gone into people's cupboards and been used and actually helps them. Hello, my name is Kashka and welcome to Plant Voices podcast from Tapewood Community Garden where we tell local stories about gardening, food, nature and climate change. In 2018, the UK threw away 9.5 million tonnes of food worth £13 billion. This is after it's already left the farm gates. Such an incredible waste, which could have gone to feed many, many more people. Wasting so much food also feeds climate change. Globally, around a third of all food produced is lost or wasted, which contributes up to 10% of total greenhouse gas emissions. If food waste were a country, it would have the third biggest carbon footprint after the USA and China. It produces more emissions than all commercial flights. It's massive. Well, today we visit Tayport's community fridge, which is helping save and redistribute some of this perfectly good food locally. Perfectly good food, which would otherwise end up in landfill. I have talked to the Larrick Centre's Rosie Coots and Five Council's Ian Anderson about the nitty-gritty of how this partnership started last year, how the project has developed so far and where it's going next. You will also hear about the experiences of the fridge volunteers and a few of what appeared to be very satisfied users. We start with a tour of the community fridge itself with Susan, the lead volunteer. Um, well... Could you maybe show us around yeah. the fridge and tell us what's here today and how it's laid out? Yeah, yeah, well, we'll start with the actual fridge itself. <laughs> so that's a fridge. That's a fridge indeed. <laughs> this is where we keep all our um, items that need to be refrigerated. And that's where they all are. It's one item per household. Mm-hmm. And what do we have today? Today we have, we've been getting quite a lot of veggie things. We've got some vegetarian square sausage, mm-hmm. lacto-free yogurt, ham, Strawberries, cheese. We also have a freezer now, which is very exciting, but it's not full just now, but that's our next project, fill our freezer. That means we can take bread and things and they can can last a lot longer. It's going to really help save more more waste. Fantastic, wow. I didn't know that. New development. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, what else is here? So we've got tables and we've had to play around with the layout a lot because of COVID measures changing and evolving. But it's laid out in a squ- tables laid out in a square so that people can follow a one-way system. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and we've got the weighing area so that we can keep track on how much we're saving from landfill. And we've got the sign-in area. And um, what what do we have on the tables today? We've got quite a lot of fresh stuff. That's what's so good about it. It's different every week, and this week it's mainly fresh items we have. We've got broccoli and grapes. Strawberry. My name's Rosie. 
Rosie Toots. I work at the Larrick Centre and my roles, whatever starting out, I'm kind of getting involved to try and, you know, help it along. So the community fridge, basically uh, five council approached the Larrick Centre and said they've got a new scheme. They're kind of trying to um, roll out throughout uh, North East Fife and they wanted to give us a fridge for Tayport to operate as a community fridge and they had at the time the planning officer she was there to kind of coordinate the network as it were. So it's a project that was sort of initiated by the council and supported mm-hmm. by the council from the yeah. and they've offered um, the equipment for you or at least some of it. Yes and then well the fridge so they offered us the fridge and um, also kind of a, kind of a format as well so the fridge came quite quickly the fridge was from early on this year but we'd started already we'd started with like a table outside um the Larrick cafe with more staff than visitors <laughs> it was fun though because I think everyone's been in lockdown it was really nice to kind of hang out with other people and make connections with people using the cafe and the facilities and you know everyone's been in lockdown for a long time so it's nice to just get something started and just be talking to people and being kind of social and then but it was freezing <laughs> so we moved inside and then we got the fridge um and um other than that for, I mean Fife Council and the person who was in that role were supportive and um and also it'd be, it's nice to just kind of feel part of a network I suppose and you can kind of bounce ideas around and make connections with people. There's an, actually a North East Fife network of uh, community fridges and, and community food providers. And uh, so we have uh, other centres. So there's the county buildings in Cooper. There is Eastnick Centre in Anstruther. There is St Monans who have recently uh, sort of got their fridge. Well, my name's Ian Anderson. I'm a community food development worker with Fife Council Communities and Neighbourhoods. I've got quite a, a varied remit within community food work. It's supporting, developing and promoting community food initiatives. I wasn't involved in all the way through the, the, the process. Uh, I, I kind of gave some uh, advice around uh, the, food, the food side uh, in terms of protocols and good practice. You know, food safety is a particular requirement for any community food organisation and I suppose that's the the way that I've supported the Fridge Network. The council obviously have a network of community development workers and there's a focus on working with communities to address issues and those could be you know issues around food insecurity, could be issues around climate change, it's you know about making communities vibrant but also sort of listening to some of the needs and, and I think this process started in 2019 and Northeast Fife Community Learning and Development Team recruited somebody to focus on the issue of food insecurity. And, and I, I suppose since 2018-19, we've, we've seen a lot of organisations get involved in redistributing surplus food. Uh, and so there seemed an opportunity to discuss how we could uh, combine using some, maybe some of that surplus food uh, with actually helping you know, with wider aims, such as helping people who... Uh, might be in, in challenging uh, circumstances. Underpinning a lot of our a lot of the work in this area is ensuring that there's dignified access. So in North East Fife, that actually means that there's no eligibility or requirements. You can come and access the community fridge 
and there's no there's no questions asked. It's very open. Uh, the community uh, development team in North East Fife kind of led the community engagement, but I think it was a very positive engagement with the Larrick Centre. In terms of practical support, and obviously, you know, the, the, the centre provides as the host, so it provides the venue. It will provide staffing to maybe oversee some of the aspects, but a lot of the community fridges are volunteer run. Uh, so there's been recruitment of volunteers. Uh, there's been training, so food hygiene training, for example. I know that in some of the centres, there's you know there's been other uh, training offered, uh, you know, poverty awareness and so forth. Yeah, there's been a, a variety of support there uh, to help get the um, uh, fridges off the ground, but also provide some running costs. So it really is a partnership. I'm encouraged by some of the connections that the individual fridges and community groups, uh, organisations are making. Uh, so they are quite active in making you know, links with the retailers, food suppliers, uh, bakers. <laughs> so there, there are some really good connections being made at local level. Uh, and, and that's the uh, I think that's really the benefit of actually it not being top down that we've got a bottom bottom up approach the council and local uh, uh, groups are working together in partnership one of the interesting facts uh, which I learned from my colleague is that in Tapor in the Larrick Centre so far this year they've um, saved 10 tonnes of food going to landfill so they've received 10 tonnes of food in the first six months of the year, and that's been uh, saved from landfill. So there's a there's an important aim which uh, the Fife Council are, are increasingly getting involved in through their Fife, their emerging Fife Food Plan, and that's the focus on climate change. It's been coordinated by the climate uh, change team within Fife Council's planning department. So they have that kind of broad perspective that it's underpinned by the need to move in the direction where uh, the climate climate change is, is fundamental. I think they're, they're looking at six pillars, procurement, healthy food for all, empowering communities, you know, the focus on climate change, the focus on education and skills. So these are all kind of parts of the vision. There's a lot of positive things happening there, but also a lot of challenges. But there has to be, obviously, a lot bit more consultation and work uh, on this. It will probably take another year or so. There's there's an ambition to create a, a partnership, so that's in, in train at the moment, a partnership with all the different stakeholders. So that's got to involve producers, it's got to involve community groups, it's got to involve you know stakeholders like the council, NHS, uh, retailers, and, and so forth. So uh, so that is emerging, and I think this, the partnership will be created probably by the end of the summer, and the uh, food plan will will, will be developed over the coming period. We have had um, financial support from Fife Council to um, become a member of Fair Share. Fair Share are a national organisation who collect food waste from large retailers, supermarkets, food producers, etc. Um, and the food isn't this is, this is not waste as like rotten stuff. This is no. surplus to surplus to requirement. I would have had no real idea about the scale of it. So this, you know, say Tesco's may have ordered, I don't know, X amount, you know, pallets of cheese, and then realise at some point that it's not going to shift it and it's got nowhere to store it. 
So they've got like potentially, you know, hundreds of blocks of cheese that's in date, maybe even by like a couple of months, and it's got nowhere to go. It would literally get thrown in the bin. And it's not, you're not even talking food waste because that would be somebody would have to unpack it all and put the food in the food waste. So nothing's getting recycled. It's literally getting thrown in the bin. I mean, it blows my mind when I think about it. It's it's horrific to think about it, all that effort uh, put into producing these things and and all yeah. Yeah, and and all the resources and you know the fact that not everybody's got enough to eat as well I mean it's just mind-blowing it's mind-blowing it, it is yeah. and then you know it's the farmers who produced it and so the farmers aren't getting paid much these days this is like the whole thing is just it's utterly it's it's nonsensical um, I got some vegan ham slices, some celery, and some broccoli. And what do you think is the best thing about the French? Um, I just like the idea of making sure that no food goes to waste. So, Pride have given us a small amount of money to get us started. So we're a member of Fair Share. They take in all this food. They're run by volunteers. And then you become a member. It's free to become a member. You have to be an organisation, not just an individual. And then you pay £2 for what they call a tray. A tray could be literally one of those big plastic trays, the kind of crate type things. But then it could be two boxes of crisps or something like that. So everything. It's two pounds a tray, and the tray will be worth anywhere from uh, fifteen to thirty-five pounds retail value. It is a real bargain, um, and it's tackling food waste in a, re- a very, very real way. But it's also supporting people, and there's so many people, you know, people who are in work as well as people who can't work for whatever reason. Um, it's supporting people financially to some extent as well. So it's very much a two-pronged. Um, approach to very very real issues some fruit veg and vegetarian square sausage fruit and veg that's all i'll be back again this is my first time i never knew about it it's a good idea it's a great idea i mean i think it's brilliant I live Stop. alone and this is she great. Looks That's great for you. Absolutely brilliant for me. Brilliant for me. Look, grandkids come up and look, I've got everything for them here. It's great, brilliant. And I brilliant. share it out. I live in Shellard House and I share it out, eh? So is it just fair share or is anybody else, do you get any other donations? You know what, I just sat here thinking, I have to big up the co-op. I haven't said anything about the co-op. They've been so supportive. The manager's been extremely supportive and like pushing us to apply for grants because there is that worry that they they might feel like we might be taking away business. But I think they've very sensibly just recognised it's not, people are not going to not get things from the co-op. They're not going to not buy from the co-op. They're just going to, it's supplementing, it's supplementing people's weekly shopping. That's how we started out. The co-op said immediately, yes we'll support you and they were giving us food that would have gone in the bin on a Friday morning so we're getting kind of pastries like quite treats you know (laughs) special things pastries and baguettes and but then obviously it's really varied some weeks we're getting like bananas or eggs all sorts of different things um and the staff in there are lovely It, it they've been great 
yeah, the co-op been fantastic. Really, really supportive. I got ham. A ham. Oh, stop these and get You've got a choice. Yeah, you've got a choice and that. Uh, and it's always fresh and that. Uh, it's in handy when you've got youngings <laughs> with the fruit and that. Uh, Okay, I like What's the weirdest thing? I mean, I know that it's a mixed bag, as you said, and I've been a couple of times and I've heard stories about how you get some weird stuff or stuff that you wouldn't normally look at. Okay, so yeah, so the weirdest? it's really varied. So you phone up, or first chef phone on a Thursday, and then it sounds kind of silly, but it took me a while to get the hang of how you order because they just go through this list that they've got. And I was kind of going, okay, yeah, I'll take that. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. Um, but actually, yeah, so the list really varies. So now, now what I do is say, what have you got that's fresh? And what have you got that goes to the fridge? And what meats do you have? And some weeks they're like, oh, nothing really. We've just got, what was it? Pickled cucumbers. I mean, it's a Polish so... pickled cucumbers. I, I was sort of stunned to see them. <laughs> I remember seeing them. I definitely They're grabbed them. They, they went. So we've had, yeah, I mean, there was never a time when you only had pickled cucumbers, but that was one of the weirdest things to me. Obviously, very normal to you. <laughs> <laughs> A Tropicana fruit juice. It's free and it's available for the community to come and yeah, try different things. We're also supported by Morrison's, got, kind of got in touch. There's a lady called Sue who is lovely. I've met so many nice people. She is what's called a food champion. She acquires stock that she then distributes a little bit like fair share, but on a small scale. Yeah. So most of her stuff comes from what's called delisted stock. So I'm learning all the time. She was trying to explain it to me. <laughs> what is this? She's it's like, oh, very the isn't like, what's that? <laughs> D for delicious. Oh, um, so yeah, delisted. Well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> work. Got some delicious stock for you today. <laughs> Uh, delisted stock is stuff that's been discontinued so it's like a range of whatever you know Morrison's coffee let's say that then discontinuing maybe in that packet or that style or whatever so then they reduce it and reduce it and reduce it it'll go down to maybe even like a penny or something still nobody wants it so then they give it to Sue for the food champions offerings um she also gets donations from individual customers who'll go around and like pick a bag of stuff um they're just people wanting to obviously you know get involved and mm. support other people we, we all know what it's like to kind of you know experience hard times so it's just about kind of giving and being part of something i think feeling like you're part of society in a way um carrots grapes the fridge was the platter got flour, carrots and the platter. What do you think is the best thing about the fridge? It's open to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. We use it as a, an outing because we're going to have coffee first. Yeah. And, then and you feel you're saving something from being dumped. That's yeah. what I feel. I imagine that, I mean, if you have surplus over the summer and you grow yeah. 
uh, courgettes, for example, which are, are usually the, the main glass. Yes. Can you just come and drop them off? Yes, please. So we had, um, I've had a woman who I've now got to know, I didn't know before. She's lovely. I keep saying that for everybody, but everybody is lovely. <laughs> so many nice people out there. So she's come in with surplus rhubarb. Susan and I haven't got to the point of asking people for these kind of donations. I don't think we're quite ready for that in a way, because it means it's just another thing to kind of organise and be there for. And also, obviously, because we're only on on the Friday at the moment. Mm. But we'll get to that point. However, we would never turn away food. You know, if somebody approaches us and says, I mean, there was one time Susan called me on a, was it a Monday? I said, Rosie. Somebody's got, Lindsay from the fridge on Perth Road has got loads of surplus bread. Let's get it. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, actual stations. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we were then trying to get rid of. So it, we kind of realised that perhaps that was, we're not quite ready for that. But this is why it'd be great if we had our own place. Because we would never have to say no. I got just and foot and nappies. Excellent. And uh, what do you think is the best thing about the um, It's handy. One of the first few weeks we had so much food and I think it kind of got the word out there. So we've, ended, we've got very regular, loyal um, community fridge users now. Probably There's probably about 30 to 35 people that come every single week. And it's just been fantastic, you know. And I've seen the queues outside the Larrick. It's uh, it's tremendous. It's amazing. Yeah, Everybody it's queues great. up, <laughs> and it's been it's so a nice way to like get to know people and have a little chat and a laugh. And it it's really really lovely. And people have come forward to volunteer. I haven't had to bully anybody or <laughs> nag anybody. But the likes of Susan came forward at the very beginning, and she's basically just taken it on her shoulders and run with it it's been amazing she's just totally blossomed and come up with all these amazing ideas that I wouldn't have thought of or didn't have the time for and has just completely run with it and she's so loyal she's come every single week and plus does xxx outside of the hours that she's committed herself to my name is Susan Davey I'm the lead volunteer with the community fridge in Tapor and I suppose I help with everything. <laughs> the average day is dealing with uh, social media and correspondence and on the day of the fridge, which is a Friday, it's the setting up of the fridge, collecting the food, making sure our volunteers are all here, the rotas are up to date, cleaning, making sure that the fridge is stocked and all the dates are correct in the food. A good friend of mine set up the Dundee West community fridge and it was something I've always been interested in the eco-cause and it's something I'd always like to, to see happen in Tayport as well. So some like-minded souls got together and here we are, yeah, yeah. I think it's been the bringing together of different parts of the community that you wouldn't normally see together when it first opened and people coming for many different reasons so they were all in one room, I, I, I liked that, that was good. People were all there for their own purpose, whether it was food insecurity or whether it was because they wanted to support the eco-cause and food waste and interested in climate change so it was nice to see all these people coming to the community centre for this project yeah it's been nice when people have, have 
questioned what the fridge is for and then they've, so we've had meetings with lots of different people in the community Rosie and I've taken the time to meet with people and discuss what we do and what we're here for no we're not a food bank but we do help people that are short and in a position of food insecurity and some of them now come and bring things from their vegetable plots they come and they use us and they understand what we're all about so that's nice we've got like six other volunteers so I mean it's been absolutely fantastic and actually really quite overwhelming at first um all these people coming forward and all these people enjoying the fridge um because I don't think we thought it was going to be quite so successful so it's been absolutely fantastic I'm Heather. I've just finished my third year of community education at the University of Dundee and as part of the degree and as part of third year I had a placement and I was uh, placed with Tapeworth Community Trust and as part of that one of my areas of work was getting involved with the community fridge that was starting up in the Larrick Centre and I had to do a research report and I chose to research more into the community fridge and into the community's perspectives on it as it's still quite a, a new thing for the local area. And uh, once my placement came to an end, I uh, chose to carry on as a volunteer too. I just really love getting involved in things. And then obviously it was a little piece of getting out of the house and being around other people because obviously for the past year, we've been in some various different stages of lockdown and I haven't really seen many people and you just you just feel like you're doing something right when you're there and it's, it's just nice to see the, like the community spirit because a lot of people and through my research I particularly found that a lot of people really appreciated like rallying together as a community and doing something that benefited everyone people were quite um, hopeful for the potential and the growth of the community fridge and they they all seemed to think it was a fantastic idea and it was something that was well needed which it's nice to see the community, the local community's opinions reflect that of the finding of like the council who obviously put the plan together for the community fridge to be based in the Larrick Centre. My, my favourite thing is remembering what the community fridge looked like when I first walked into it and now and like all the different ways we've had it laid out, all different ways we've adapted it to work with the restrictions and the space we had. It's, it's just growing into the vision that a lot of people had and it's just really fun to see like more volunteers start up and just seeing people that come back and have come almost every week because they they enjoy it and they think it's such a good thing and you know they want to stop food waste as well and it's just last time I checked we got over 10 tons of food waste which I then me being me had to google what that weight was in like animal size for some reason and it's about the size of like the average weight of two male Asian elephants, but it's it's just mental that that much food in such a short period of time would have gone to landfill, would have gone complete to waste, but it's gone into people's cupboards and been used and actually helps them. There's a few touching moments where like people will maybe sometimes open up to you and like they don't have to, and we like to let make sure that they don't have to justify it. They don't have to. Anyone is welcome. It doesn't matter your background it's ultimately like there's a huge part of food waste that we're, we're saving by doing it but people that are just so touched by it and are, are really benefiting from it and just seeing that is just it's just really I don't know warms your heart I'm very sad I've missed it the last few weeks um I've been self-isolating and I realized that that has 
kind of pinned down my week for the last few months so I kind of look forward to it <laughs> and not having it um has actually been quite um sad I'm Gary Gary Gaffney I stay local I'm in Tayport yep so it's no hassle getting here well, I wasn't working I parked up my job oh a couple of years ago now I still wanted to have some purpose <laughs> so this is this has given me a purpose um yeah something to do that I feel is useful uh, I've been here for a few months now but it's not every week we're on a rota there's specific rules in there um, staffing the fridge obviously keeping it as Covid safe as we can is a big uh, job for all of us so maintaining social distancing uh, mask wearing hand sanitisation limited numbers in at a time yeah, all of that. But yeah, we're all involved in setting it up and taking it down at the end of the day as well. Yeah. I'm enjoying it immensely. I love children's reactions to getting something, to see the smile on their faces uh, when they get something that they like. And I think the best part of it, after being fairly isolated throughout lockdown, is the social side of it, meeting new people. That is certainly the been the best part of it for me is the social side of it. It's been going really, really well, I would say, just from strength to strength. And we've applied for a few different um, funds and things. Somebody's even a local organisation um, has come forward um, to offer us funding um, because they'd heard about, you know, what was happening. And, and basically, we're hoping long term to move outside of the Larrick Centre and have our own little um, semi-permanent structure in the ground so that we can open more frequently because we've got the support, we've got the demand, you know, we've got access to food from Fair Share. Like, why not? It sounds like you're basically testing all sorts of ways of doing things and making yeah. contacts as a project in progress. And um, um, I know there are lots of other fridges that are coming along as well on the yeah. online. So, uh, but every fridge I think has got very different dynamics. I'm just I'm familiar yeah. with West uh, West End fridge and Dundee, but they've got a different sort of setup as well. Very different, um, and we we do need to look at our setup because we need to become sustainable, mm. self sustainable. So, for an example, the fridge on Perth Road only gives three items to everybody but they're open every day so in theory you know you could go every day and get three items um there are other fridges um and some of this information has come from fair share the volunteers at fair share who i've been chatting to and kind of trying to glean what else is out there without actually having to go because obviously covid it's quite difficult mm. um and time-wise, you know, I've only got 16 hours a week, so trying to fit in visits to fridges is quite tricky as well. There are a few other ways of operating, such as becoming a member mm-hmm. of the, the fridge. So then you pay, let's say, you know, one or two pounds membership every week, and then you can help yourself to what you like, or whatever, you know, one of each item, or however you want to kind of run it. Then there's other models, such as five items, for a pound or 10 items for two pounds or 20 pence an item. So there were lots of different approaches to it. 
Um, and the end goal is all the same, that you're trying to accumulate enough money to then go back to fair share each week and, mm-hmm. and, and get more food. Um, so we do need to look at that. Currently, we've only been asking for donations because we do have a small budget from Pride Council. Um, but moving forward, it is something that we need to, you know, we've been talking about it and also asking our customers how they feel about it. Um, we never want to turn anyone away so it's kind of problematic in that sense you don't want somebody to feel like they're excluded financially but at the same time we need to be sustainable so moving forward things will change work in progress Um, uh, if people wanted to get involved as volunteers or otherwise um, what's the ways they can get in touch the best ways to come along and have a chat you can call us at the Larrick Centre you can send an email. And there's a Facebook page, of course. So you yeah. put stuff up a day before Friday. And the fridge opens at the moment. It's three to five on Friday afternoon. Is that right? Yes. If you've listened to our podcasts before, you might know that at the end of each episode, I put all our guests into a time machine, taking them to the year 2030 and beyond. I ask them to use their imagination to paint a picture of what the world might look like if, over the next five to ten years, everyone does everything possible to prevent the worst of climate change. I've been collecting the memories of the future to help us all imagine the irresistible and delicious things we all are working towards. This exercise is inspired by Rob Hopkins' work From What If to What Is Book. So it's, you know, like the community garden when it's at its best and there's like bushes with berries to pick, which was one of my most favourite things about when when we moved to Tapor, that we could walk to and from the park via the berries and my children were picking berries off a bush like my dream come true um so we've got that there's lots of like bushes and there's lots of wildflower and there's loads of bees and insects and birds and and lots of people and children playing um there's not many cars because people don't really drive that much because there's carpools and there's electric cars so it's quite quiet um, and the fridge is there and it's always there and it's a little hut that's got maybe like a grass roof and it all kind of blends in and it's just really pretty and lovely and vibrant and there's like some market stalls and the community garden have got a little stall there and they're selling their produce and oh and there's lots of there's lots of very nice respectful tourists milling around from the caravan park. I'd like to see a town devoid of gardens full of perfectly manicured lawns, lots of people growing their own, people, lots more sharing of food and food swaps and just people coming together to share food and it's all the big globals have gone and it's all come back to local and everybody coming together to 
to help each other out. Because we, I did get a taste of that in lockdown, I really did. It was made me quite emotional because you'd get seeds and veggie, like my friend Jenny, we'd take, we grew potatoes from her seedlings, we swapped, we all swapped, and it made so good, it was so nice. And we still had stuff left because we had a cafe, so we were battering coffee beans for these seeds, and it was just really nice. It was nice because everybody got together and helped each other out. We liked it, so hopefully it would be similar to that. Going yeah. back to people, connect the connection and helping each other out and being close to eating, what, seeing what you eat and it's not the disconnect. That would be nice. For me, my particular interest is, is grilling and I'd like to see you know, uh, more allotments and growing initiatives in Fife. For, for me, it's allotments are about food and about culture, about how we see food, but also about the, the opportunity to engage with our fellow citizens, their social uh, clubs, as far as I can, you know, that's my kind of take on them. Um, my own particular interest in allotments has been quite a, a, a journey. We're just going to be getting allotments in our own community in St Monans next year. That was been a, it's been a long wait because there's been no land but the land has been um, made available through planning through a local housing development, and that should be going live next year. So I'll have to walk or cycle to it, but a half a mile up the road. But, uh, but yeah, see, seeing um, actual assets like that in the community. Thank you for listening to the Plant Voices podcast. For more tapered community garden stories and for information on how to get involved, visit our website on www.tapodgarden.org.